everybody. You're watching the AfterBuzz TV After Show for the Girlfriend Experience, Season 1, Episodes 1 and 2, called Entry and a Friend. Join us as we break down the episodes and share our thoughts and predictions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Starting with a little soft and sexy music since it suits the show oh so well. I'm your lead host, Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. And of course, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Sam Davidson. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. I am in the live chat if anyone wants to join right now. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43. And also Robin McSweeney. Get it, girl. Sorry, this is my jam. <laughs> um, it's your girl, Robin, with the V McSweeney here, and you can find me at B Stays Busy, B I Z Z Y, all over the place. Yes, so what a start this show is off to. I feel like it had a bunch of jaw dropping moments. <laughs> so let's start <laughs> off by least. letting me know what do you guys think about what you've seen so far? Um, I don't know. I'm just like, uh... Mind blown. Yeah, you know, everything that happened, the next, it was kind of topped by something weirder and that you weren't thinking of, and I think I'm going to enjoy it, but I just hope I'm not too confused. I understand. Yeah, I I do like it. Um, There's some parts that made me red, you know, blushy. <laughs> like, I was watching this earlier at the apartment and had to turn it down on the real risky um, scenes because I didn't want my neighbors <laughs> to get any ideas or think that I was getting a little, you know, crazy. Risky. <laughs> right. So, um, I'm I'm super intrigued to see how this goes because we've got some smart, well, one smart girl. I don't, the other one must be smart, but... Exactly. Riley we know one Keogh. who's a smart cookie. Yep. Yeah, she seems yeah, very, very smart. I think uh, the women in the office are going to become more of like a vital part of her life and the show because, I mean, they have a huge star. Uh, Mary Lynn, I always forget how to say her last name, Rast... Uh, R-I-J something. S-K-U-B. Yes, uh-huh. Rashka. And I should know this because I do stand-up and she does too and she's in shows a ton. Isn't that funny? She does these very serious wow, shows. Wow, that's her. insane. A stand-up a comedian. Range. Yeah, so she's in it, so she's going to have a big part in it for sure. You don't just put someone like that in that kind of role and of not course. have it be big. But she only had like two lines tonight, so... Yeah. I'm sure we're expecting a little bit more, and she's not the only big star in the show. Of course, we have Riley Keough, who is the daughter of singer-songwriter Lisa Marie Presley and Danny Keough, and also the Elsa's Elvis, excuse me, grandchild of Elvis and Priscilla Presley <laughs> right, right there. Right. <laughs> and she also co-starred in Mac, Mad Max Fury Road, excuse me, the fourth installment of the Mad Max series opposite Tom Hardy and Charlize Theron. So she's pretty well known, and I'm having a lot of high expectations for her. So before we get going even further, maybe let's break down with a little backstory on the series since it was done one time before. It was. uh, So as far as the reviews Mm -hmm. that we're going to talk about, before we saw the show, it had awesome reviews. The rap uh, said that it was perfectly cast with her rare smiles and grounded personality. We don't see many emotional highs and lows. There's an intrigue to the character that's not often seen on television. Viewers won't feel sorry for these characters or even necessarily relate to them, but right. they'll pay attention. That's a really important part. Like, even mm-hmm. if you don't relate to them, you're, you want to know what's going on and where is it going. It's got that intrigue factor, definitely. Exactly. And I feel like the shock value as well. But they're not being overly salacious without kind of planting the seeds that are necessary, which I kind of feel like is a good 
Yes, and I, I feel like her character is so much backstory that's so right. important that I'm sure that they're going to show us more of with flashbacks or just like discovering who she is. Exactly. So. Um, speaking of backstories, um, so the girlfriend experience is inspired from the movie that was released um, in 2009. And I didn't see that movie. Did you guys see it? I no. didn't. Because I didn't, and I feel like this is going to supersede that movie. Right. Yeah. I read the reviews for that movie, and it was like... Mm, Hit or miss, like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited. Um, it further develops the original premises... I mean, premise of a young attorney in training, which is our girl, mm-hmm. Christine. Christine Reed, aka Riley Keough, um, who leads a double life as a high end call girl, um, aka sex worker in Chicago. So she's holding it down 007 yes. um, by day, by night type of thing. It's super interesting because I was trying to differentiate because I kind of felt like this question was going to arise from viewers is what is the difference between prostitution and being a, say, call girl or an escort? And I found it was one of the hugest controversies, interestingly enough, when I was reading through interviews and kind of watching videos about it. And the biggest difference they kind of mentioned was, of course, the title. With call girls, it's all about the girlfriend experience per se they don't only want the sexual act but they want to feel paid attention to they want to feel valued they want to feel like they've got a beautiful woman on their arm and they can go out and have that experience without just the end of the night cap but yet but yet the night cap can definitely be included in that experience and that was the point they were making as well as it's not always a fact or it's not always you know it doesn't always have to happen but there is a possibility. So that's where things got a little bit murky as far as yeah, the conversation. Yeah, you don't know who's doing it and who's not. Yeah, right. well, I feel like the possibility is always going to happen unless, like, the man cries and just says, hold me for the night, you know? Right. That's every the high man, hopes, right? Yeah, every man wants the bang for their buck in most senses unless they've got it at home. Right. And most of the yeah. time, if they've got it at home, they're not going to be calling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think you're right, though, just in the title of the show, The Girlfriend Experience, is exactly how you can define a call girl versus... Right. A prostitute mm-hmm. or an escort. I think an escort would be a more sensitive name for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, me personally, I think it's the same thing. So, well, I'll be on that other side of the spectrum. <laughs> that guys, was exactly you need, you need how the have, conversation. You, you need to have someone on the panel that doesn't agree with everything, and I definitely think they're one in the same. Because Are you always that person? I usually am. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's usually well, me. We'll probably, we'll probably go back and forth. I we mean, always need a little devil's advocate <laughs> up in here. You know no, I like it. Seriously, straight up. This, that, that's how I feel. It's the same thing. Because even her friend Avery, like that part where they're on the treadmill. Right. Avery, a.k.a. Ashley. My bad. Yeah. Um, a.k.a. her With lover. With her little alias. A.k.a. Uh-huh. her lover. When she's like, at the end, she's like, yeah, and fuck. Like, she's yeah. like, yeah, she's like, you know, I, I get the thrill out of it. I like it. I enjoy it. And, yeah. And, by the way, the little addition at the end, don't mind me, but this has kind of got to go down. Yeah. That was the interesting part. I felt like they started off the series already with a crazy beginning where yes. she kind of is looking across a club, I want to say, and she spots a guy across the room. Of course, she goes and pursues him, has him immediately, and <laughs> you kind of are started off already like, okay, well, we're starting damn. here. <laughs> but she's an intelligent girl. You can tell she went to law school, and she's also going for a very competitive internship, which she ends up landing at Kirkland, and the interview process looks absolutely crazy with a panel of people just breaking down exactly what she said, and she had to be extremely articulate and well thought out, and I wasn't sure how they received 
that you know response from her but they did end up hiring her at the internship so how do you guys think this private life she leads will correlate with her public life as an intern at this big company well going back to that beginning scene uh-huh. of her just whispering to the guy like yo let's get it on She's in total control. Right. Can we can I ask you guys a question about that scene though? Because this Mm -hmm. is before she started being an escort. Before she was she is. What was she doing? Was this just how she like did business? Not business, but is this just how she? That's what I think. She's in total control. She knows what she wants. Mm -hmm. She gets what she wants, and she's not worried about you know the The repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, and that's I think that's why they showed us that in the beginning because with or without that, she was gonna do her thing anyway. So Mm -hmm. it was like, well, you might as well, you might as well get a perk from it if that's what you're doing anyway. And she obviously likes to do that kind of stuff, and she enjoys it. This could be the perfect job for her. You know, dream job. Yep. Nice and easy. But she's completely in control and watching them go through that whole panel of you know trying to get the internship and everything it's mm-hmm. very clear Avery did not get a call back am I right I mean I think she did that because was the that's bar. how she, she got said, she said um did you hear anything back yet and she's like oh, no and she's regarding like it's the still follow-up. early uh-huh. yeah she's like it's yeah. still early well I think that those two there's like a jealousy definitely going to be a jealousy especially I think that Brewing down the line with Avery. I yes. sensed it a little bit more. Absolutely, with Avery. Yeah, not the other way around. But. I know, because she's blossoming. Um, Christine is just about to just take all of her customers. Right, <laughs> and it's so true. And I forgot, the very beginning intro scene was actually when the two girls were laying down in bed, which is kind of funny because it parallels to the end of episode two. But oh, yeah, ordering the two the ladies food. are ordering mm-hmm. up, you know, the best On Sugar wine, Daddy's credit the card. best chicken, you know, the whole Monty. So you can tell they're enjoying the fruits of their labor, per se, and they're kind of willing to go there. And to answer your question earlier, I also picked that up from Christine's characters. When she saw him and she kind of was like the hunter versus the prey, like yes. I kind of took that as how she engages herself, and this is kind of a way for her to use her already natural talents and abilities in a way where she can make money. You know? Natural talents and abilities. Yeah, in a nice way to say it, right? <laughs> well, do you want to know what's so funny is when she was hooking up with that guy, and she's like, I like you so much. And he goes, we just met. And then she turned it around. By the end, she's walking out, and he goes, I really like you. And she's like, what? Oh, thanks. Exactly. She was the guy the whole time. The whole right? time. Especially and, when she said, yeah. I want you to watch me. Uh-huh. That wow. part right mm-hmm. there, I felt like she dropped the mic on him. She's just like, I am running this entire thing. Yeah, like... I've got this. Uh-huh. You sit and watch. And I'm going to get <laughs> off to that because I'm in control. It's like a power, you know, like power-driven... Absolutely. It's like a power-driven um, appetite that yeah. she was feeling. And not that I'm saying sexual appetite is not healthy or good. However, I think there has to have had been something that happened in her past that has made her so like Yeah. Just yeah, it's just They've gotta give us more, huh? You gotta get a little bit more backstory. Because yeah, after that interaction she just goes cold, you know, she's all sweet and like warming him up to the situation. And I feel like once she had him, she was like, Okay, well take care and good luck to you and have a good life. (laughs) She goes, I like you. Thanks. (laughs) Yeah, thanks and slams the door, you know. So she really does not mind and I think that's kind of the mentality you have to have to be in that industry without like going home and crying or feeling guilt like you have to have that kind of shield on the outside and it was interesting because I was reading an interview with her as well regarding these scenes and you know how they already opened up with a masturbation scene a sex scene you know you name it also a girl kissing girl scene so they did not shy away from anything and obviously 
this is a star series, so they're pretty comfortable going there. Exactly. But, you know, she did say that she knew what she was signing up for, and she didn't really want to be afraid of showing the nitty and gritty that's involved in that industry. Yes, honey. Crazy, right? So what do you guys think about the boss from hell? He's also a character on House of Cards. If you guys don't remember him, he was the biographer turned bedmate, if you Mm, remember that, mm. for the Underwoods. So how do you guys feel he portrayed his role as the bossy boss up in here? Um, good, I guess. Like, we're, we don't like him, but we think he's, like, kind of sexy. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he's going to get involved in her business in some way or another. So I don't know if that's because, like, they have a thing or what, but he's going to be important. Do you think he's going to be a client down the line? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. If he's, if he's going to be exploiting her later down the line, I feel like it's going to be his best interest not to be a client. Because you mm-hmm. can't drag somebody. You can't, that, the pot calling the kettle black. Right. It's not going to work. So I don't know if I can see him being a client, but I can see him being one, like, large pain in my thigh. Like, yeah, I maybe just, a blackmailer down I feel like he's going to piss me off. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's going to piss me off and try and throw salt in her game, for sure. But I do like, um, I do like the way he thinks. Mm-hmm. You know, when he brought her in there and he's like, cut and paste it. Like, just stop trying to be over dramatic Zealous. with your yeah. words. Uh-huh. And, and then he's like, hi. But it's Dave, right? Uh, it's Dave. Was yeah, David. Yeah, uh-huh. David. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Dave. And she's like, I know. He was like, all right, well, cool. Okay, Carrie. And she's like, it's Christine. I know. Uh-huh. And it's just kind of like... You're so funny. You're so funny. Let's see, where, <laughs> let's see how far we go with Honestly, you. the cut and paste comment annoyed me. I'm like, so you're telling the girl to copy. Just copy things. Like, what a bad boss. You're, you That's don't stupid. want her to show how smart she is. Right, and she's a college-educated girl, so I feel like it's a dynamic of a big fish, small pond that she was used to, and now she's a small fish in a big pond. And then they will definitely remind you of that in that type of industry. You know, you go for a big position, and they'll be like, oh, remember, you're at the bottom of the ladder still, right, sweetheart. Right, right. So, of course, that can happen as, like, an intern at a company, but it's always cool to see the interns get a little extra work here and there. But, you know, what I like about their dynamic was he was not afraid of her and she was not afraid of him. Right. Because sometimes it can be that kind of opposite dynamic of one is afraid of who they may become and taking over my position and the other is afraid of the, you know, authoritative stance that they're going to have against them trying to pursue their dreams and goals. So... I don't know. It was interesting to see those two kind of interact given... Hearing that, I uh-huh. think that the fact that neither of them are afraid of each other is going to turn, if not one, but both of them on. Right? <laughs> That's a good now point. Now we're really getting Fifty Shades of Grey here. <laughs> well, you know what? Like, what What else were you going to... Like, this is what this is. Yeah. I think that's kind of I'm I better than Fifty Shades of Grey, hopefully. Oh no, by far. If we're talking <laughs> the movie. If we're talking the movie, well, by far. Well then if we're thinking boss, you know, hey, maybe maybe we'll have some like office sex. It could be it, it could have been a dangerous situation too. I guess which we will see. Mm-hmm. We will definitely but Sam's find calling out. it. Sam's calling it. Yeah, she sorry. thinks he's gonna be a client. I oh. like to do this from the beginning, so I can say, oh, you guys, I'm right, I'm You're right. You're just like Christine. You just jump into it, bam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> so it's very cool. Once we see Avery gets Christine kind of involved in her line of work, she tries to tell her some of the perks. Of course, you can get, you know, all this attention. You're going to get money. You're going to get paid for on extravagant dates. You don't have to really worry about anything other than being an attentive type of girlfriend. And yet she's intermingling with all of these different types of men. You can see some are married. 
as the one character mm-hmm. who goes Garrett. off and tells his wife, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm, honey, just here with Michael getting a few drinks. I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. We had our mm-hmm faces big we time did. during that scene. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess that comes with the territory when you're... Yep. Exactly. So we see that type of man. We also see others who are kind of involved with the business. Another guy who clearly has worked with other clients on the agency as well. So what do you I think? I think his name was Ryan. Yep, I believe you're correct. Ryan was also another partaker. Very so what assertive. do you guys think <laughs> is ahead as far as these suitors? I just okay if if this escort thing was going to be okay, it should be for widowers. Like that guy, the man the one she was with, yeah. it made me, I was like, okay, honey, like I get it. You know, he's older, he's not that good looking, he's lost his wife, and he just wants like uh, someone to take care of him right. for a night. To me, that is different than prostitution because she mm-hmm. actually was helping him and right. talking to him. She's being that shoulder, that ear that he actually really needs. And mm-hmm. then an uh, extra benefit is that she's a beautiful young woman yep. that he can talk to and sit with and possibly have sex with. Yeah, but, but he's not cheating on his wife or his girlfriend mm-hmm. or fiance and his kids are adults. They're doing their own thing. Good point. So I think that is an ideal client. Mm-hmm. We don't know if that other guy, the one that she, I thought it was super cute when she was talking to Jacqueline, um the uh-huh. scheduler. Uh-huh. I got my own client. When she was talking about the first guy, yep. um Martin is his name, Martin, who is Avery's Garrett's friend. Right, right, and right. she introduced me. So she's like, well, I have my own client. We don't know what his status is. Right. I don't know if he's married. I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're all married. Honest to goodness. I feel like they're all married. Or yeah. like in power positions where mm-hmm. they can't really veal, reveal any of their like affairs on the side. So right. it's interesting to me that they're showing all of these different types of men. And then you see these different types of, of women who are equally as cold. But I did like that character, the one at the dinner table where he is discussing his children. And you can kind of see that some of these people are simply looking for companionship. So right. there is that in that regard. Garden. I really thought that Christine was going to walk off when Jacqueline was, was on the phone I saying she was doing a dining day. Declined, you know, <laughs> decline card. She's like, mm, I have to use the restroom. I was like, oh, she's rolling out of there. But surprisingly, she was taking notes, which yeah. I thought, wow, okay, she's taking this quite seriously. And if you're going to be a good call girl, in essence, mm-hmm. you probably are going to need to know a little bit more about your clients, so they're going to feel it's in- disingenuous. Right, exactly. Um, that was something that took me by surprise, too, because I knew she was heading for the door. Right. And when she put down all this information, I was like, look at you, Christine, okay, getting involved. <laughs> because that one guy, going back to you, you are saying, Ryan, the one uh-huh. who's been with the company, and right. she's like, every girl who's seen him always has a good time. He Not only was he assertive, but he was low-key helping her, too. He was like... Uh huh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta memorize Freshen up your on stack. that bio, gotta, girl. That's just gross <laughs> to me, though. I mean, God, some like someone that literally can't commit so badly that he just and he's gorgeous and successful. He needs a different looking face every week. That's like, wait. It's super disgusting and it's super mm-hmm. real. Like that shit happens. Oh, it so does. Looking for the fresh flavor of the week, and I feel like in a world where all of that is pushed into your face at so many times, it's easy to be tempted to do something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah, especially men in high strong. power. Yep. This is Baskin Robbins to them. Exactly. Like, and the girls will throw themselves at them. So it it's not make only it any a one part. Us. Exactly. <laughs> so both are involved. But an interesting part is I see at the end where they did have one sexual scene, the guy asked, which is Ryan, he says, are you on the pill? 
And then she also mentions she wanted to use a condom, which I thought was kind of good in this show. I actually thought it was great because I think it's good to just mention mm -hmm. safe sex in a show that's right. regarding so much sexuality <laughs> for young women, obviously fresh out of college or in college. But he also said, which made me kind of hate him even more, oh, I don't have one. That was super calculated. I was just talking about it with one of my girlfriends the other day. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate it when a guy asks if you are on their pill and then says, oh, no, it's fine, and I'm allergic to latex. Mm -hmm. That's a funny fact. I can share with this panel because, you know, <laughs> yes. condoms. I'm allergic to latex, so not that I have sex that often, but I have to carry uh, polyurethane condoms with me in like my sheep purse. Well, sheepskin, no. They have, that's that's that, the that, bad one. That's, that's an urban legend because okay. skin has pores and pores are holes. Oh. So bad, Seattle. bad Let's idea. <laughs> I like Sam, you get out there. We're done. We're out of this panel. Get yes, out. Yes, I'm so glad you brought up. This is um, a learning experience, yeah, too. Yeah, but no, he didn't want to use a condom, and she had it covered. Wow. She knew that that was a rule uh, for her. Which was also interesting because when Jacqueline asked her, she was like, head, bareback, um, you know, all those things. She was like, yeah, I'm good with all I'm that. I'm fine. And yeah. she <laughs> said she was good with bareback. So I was happy that, because I thought she was settling. I'm like, no, 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 don't just say it yes to everything. Right. So that part made me happy, too. Especially yeah. when he was like, mm. He looked at her, too, when she was like, oh, I have some. And he was like, oh. You one of those? Like, uh -huh. yes, I'm taking care of myself. Don't even try it. Exactly. Especially when ja Jacqueline said he was like a regular or every girl that's seen him has had a good time. That kind of tells you he's been around the block. Yeah, <laughs> he knows what he's doing and he knows the girls on roster. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. And the other cool part we see is this dynamic of... Uh, Jacqueline versus Christine in the business lady, you know, mantra. They're both trying to kind of let the other one know who's boss. And Christine asks, you know, well, what's in it for me if I sign up with the agency versus going out on, as myself as a free agent, right? in essence. And, of course, then uh, Jacqueline says that it's all the benefit because you don't have to go out pursuing these men. They're already ready to go. All you need is to be here, and then you're making some money. Right. So that was a good way to get her locked and loaded for this plan, I felt like. And then, secondly, they go in for a little trip of selfies upstairs in a hotel room, and they do the that full montage. So yeah. Mm -hmm. She was ready to go, and they put all her information up online so she could be sent out to more clients. So it shows that online really expedites the process of so many things. So what did you guys think about how they trained her and how the process goes as far as becoming this person? She's such a pro that I think, I'm like, is she a spy? <laughs> Honestly, she's such a pro. And there's something going on in the back of her head, like wheels are turning. Yes. And we don't know what that is at all. I don't think that she just decided, oh, like, my life is so bad and I'm so poor. Mm -hmm. I really need to become a call girl. There's something else, like, that pushed yeah. her. Mm -hmm. That's literally every time she's on, every time... <laughs> She's in front of the camera. That's all I see is her thinking. Even in her being so stoic, I'm just kind of like, she's already thinking 10 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Everything that she's doing. So as far as her trying to, you know, figure out Jacqueline, if she really needed her. Uh -huh. And I, that's when, I, like I said earlier, she was like, well, why do I need you? Because I, I have my first client. Yeah. Like, I can actually do this. But it's kind of like you got it through Avery. So you're still within the Jacqueline cycle. You know, mm -hmm. you didn't get it on your own, per se. Um, so I, I'm i intrigued. Those pictures were hot, though. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's a good Those photographer. Those pictures were hot. <laughs> yeah, I, was thinking, like, I, was, I was giving some, 
some ideas <laughs> for myself. And I was like, okay. Which that's kind of a interesting thing about this show as well as I feel like it kind of related to life in a lot of ways. Maybe some of the dark things that we don't want to discuss or see that happen behind closed doors or some things that are more personal and not necessarily bad, you know. And so it's just kind of shining a spotlight on certain things like that. And I love the quote that says, whatever you're comfortable with is how much you want to be paid pretty much. So yeah. they kind of let her know off the bat this is kind of what you're signing up for and are you okay with that. And at a time where she's kind of vulnerable looking for a job and then she's getting told cut and paste or go have an <laughs> exciting night, like it's right. easy to see why this character at least is caught up in the limelight. Exactly. And she seems to have a little crush or a little something something going on with Avery. So how did you guys feel about the last scene? Or just was it a fling? Well, uh, like I said when we were watching, maybe they were girlfriends in high school. Maybe that wasn't a joke, huh? Because <laughs> it didn't seem like that's the first time that happened to me. I, I, I didn't. Did you guys think it was the first time? That I don't it know. I don't. The way Avery was like, kiss me. I, I don't know if she was just making her like one of her clients, or mm-hmm. if because for someone to say kiss me, it's weird. Like like we've never kissed before. Like, if we've done it before, you know I'm going to kiss you. You start rubbing on my hand and my right. my arms and my, my neck. Like, a kiss is coming. I don't know if they were, like, she was just getting into character or... Right. But I did feel some type of way when um, Christine came home and she was... Avery was doing, doing her the business, right? Right, because it was, it was very clear mm-hmm. that Christine had no intentions of doing call-ins, mm-hmm. right? Because she let every, mm-hmm. Avery stay... And she's like, oh, you got an apartment. Oh, is this for your call-ins? And she immediately was like, no. Right. So I, I almost was like, oh, no, she didn't. Like, Disrespectful. Why yeah. But, I mean, then Avery comes in. I'm sorry. I'll give you half of the money, blah, blah, blah. Like, I get that. But something's going on with Avery. And she's feeling really vulnerable right now. Mm-hmm. And, and her self-esteem is low. Right? Because yep. she's not dealing with Garrett anymore. She has to move out. Jacqueline's not answering Jacqueline's her calls. Not answering her calls. So she, there's a moment mm-hmm. right now going on. And if... Christine starts booming, mm-hmm. like she just joined, and she's gonna start booming, and and Avery's gonna just like, I don't know, die out a little. Well, I, I just that's hope. why um, Avery's uh, sucking on to her. Yeah, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah. But, very true. Uh, just I think, but I do think they have had a thing in the past, and there's you a might reason. definitely be right. I think there's a reason to like in the first scene they were so comfortable, and like, maybe they did have a thing, and then they like said, no, we're straight, and I don't know. Yeah, that first scene when she's walking down the hall and she opens the door, she's at the hotel, and they're ordering stuff. They could have just finished doing their thing. Right. And then ordered up the stuff. You know, you never know what Uh we're missing and what they're not telling us. That's a good point. And it's also addressed that Christine hasn't really found anybody that she's ever been in love with because that conversation at the bar where they're like, yeah, you don't talk to, you don't want to talk to every, uh, some person every five seconds or something along those lines, and she's like, no, and he basically says, how sad like he really wishes that she could find something like that he so, doesn't care he was given a dig at the at Garrett's wife uh-huh yeah he's just trying <laughs> to say that but I also think it was kind of a foreshadowing element as well mm-hmm. to one of these girls is going to find love and I feel like uh, once they're in the business woo. it's going to be hard to pull Samantha away. we are only in episode one and woo, two honey. and she I is am calling love. it <laughs> she is calling love I'm not sure between <laughs> Avery or Christine but I'm feeling a little something something but let's move on. <laughs> I know, right? Let's move on to a little news and gossip. <laughs> After Buzz TV News. 
Okay, so we already talked about Paul Sparks, mm-hmm. again, who is known for his character on House of Cards, and he plays David the Tough Boss. Also, Christine, just want to say, that is Elvis's daughter, guys. Yeah. We said this, Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, but still. Granddaughter, yep. That's super Granddaughter. Dope. So Elvis is a granddaughter. That's insane. It I is. know. It is. It's super random. They both got that swag. That. That's what it's in. It's in the good jeans. And so, the lips. <laughs> Yeah, and the lips. And the lips, Mm -hmm. for sure. So um, for Riley, um, this role, she said she researched by watching as much as she could on the subject. Just anything, this is a quote, just anything I could find on YouTube, online, on Netflix. I read articles. There's a world where very smart girls are putting themselves through college by doing this, and they like it. Um, End quote. She also spoke to women who she said love their jobs and were using the money to put themselves through college, which I already said. Um, She said it was not the role of sex worker that attracted her, she said, but the story of a woman who was very different from your average female lead and who was not a victim. Not a victim in the industry, which goes back Mm -hmm. to me saying she was in full control. It is so true. This character is full of power and is very evident on what she wants out of life. It's so true. And I like that. I like that. So they're really hitting home with the writing, I would say, on the and the acting on this show, since they're hitting these points, and we didn't even have to really read that until we discussed it ourselves and kind of already came to the same conclusions. And it was also cool because Paul Sparks uh, spoke with Entertainment Weekly lately, and he said regarding his role, at first he was a little skeptical because he thinks these sort of shows about prostitution could go wrong, but mm-hmm. he liked the script. He liked the stigmas that are attached to escort services because they're interesting to tackle. He also said, people are curious about taboos, and I don't know that I've seen anything that's been handled quite like this. It's very different from the movie. So going back to the 2009 film, it is allegedly very different. So if anybody has seen it before, please comment and let us know what you think of the comparison, and we'll be sure to comment back and maybe include it. Also, um, one of the writers, Steven Soderbergh. Uh Yeah. Am I saying it correctly? Yeah, right. Um, He talked about writing like the sex scenes uh-huh. and you know how difficult it usually is for a lot of other shows and making it soft I mean I guess they called it soft I mean right I guess it's soft porn well it was it didn't it didn't I think it's gonna get not I worse gonna get but better but you know what intense, I mean right I, yeah. yeah that was just the beginning I thought I was, it was I weak was, but it'll get more I was starting to get a little hot I was like this is not okay I we're watching like I this watching in this studio well you guys I stayed home to watch this by the way I was like you know what guys I'll meet you there I'm gonna just watch at home in my apartment <laughs> she did I'm gonna watch this in front of a million but people. yeah so Steven was definitely um, just talking about how at first it was a little it wasn't that easy mm-hmm. you know but they wanted to do it in a way that was perfect and so that wouldn't be taking away from what they're trying to say and it's not about raunchiness it's about the high class end mm-hmm. of the situation so I it's all that about a, that raunchiness it is <laughs> with a little know, raunchy included of course put, like, a saw filter on it you know <laughs> dim the lights so let's get into some predictions so we can show our fans what we think is headed for the coming week for episode three you're after Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone every time. I know. We're just landing now. <laughs> <laughs> All you right. Go first? I guess I will go first. Um, I definitely feel that there's going to be some jealousy brewing between mm-hmm. Avery and Christine. 
almost like I'm nervous about Avery. Like, just as much as Christine has a stoic look, mm-hmm. so does Avery. And sometimes I don't know if she, I don't know where her emotions lie. Everything mm-hmm. is just like cut and dry. I don't care. I don't have any emotions. I'm just here. I can just fuck. I can just, you know, it right. doesn't matter. So I wonder if she starts to lose her motivation mm-hmm. in the business if she's going to try and like backstab Christine or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just wondering about that. Good I point. think that Avery is Christine's like uh Achilles heel maybe and that is exactly why Avery is seducing her now because she knows she's taking her job Mm. and Mm -hmm. I do think that they had a thing and that you know it became like a friend's thing after it was romantic with Avery making it that so you know that could be her Achilles heel and uh, I mean I don't know if anyone else did you guys watch Secret Diary of a Call Girl on Showtime I did not I I bet some of the fans did you guys definitely should it's a really fun show and it's a little it's this is darker than Mm -hmm. that it's Mm -hmm. a little more fun again this is a 30 minute show which I find very fascinating I know I was actually expecting hour long shows today and then I was like okay they're really jam packing each one and they leave a little cliffhanger, I feel like, so you're kind of wondering what's going to happen to the character. Yeah, it's a 30-minute drama. That's what it's considered. Isn't that odd? I've never... Because uh, even the 30-minute shows that are comedies mm-hmm. that seem depressing, like, they're still considered comedies. This is a 30-minute drama. So I just find that fascinating, and I also think, yeah, there will be something with a man that she either has feelings for or wants to do the right thing for, and that'll continue. And her job, and yeah, the boss is going to get involved somehow. And I had an idea, guys. I want you guys to comment and tweet at us what your escort name would be. Ooh. Okay, (laughs) so that means we have to say what ours would be. Yeah, we have to say. We're going to have to figure it out. Go first. (laughs) Oh, mine's always been Nicole. I I always say, and then you can call me Nikki. Ooh, Nikki if you're nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Mine would be Cassandra. Cassandra. <laughs> we like it. Oh, man. I feel like I'd go by Francesca. Ooh. I can see that. That's a good one. <laughs> you can I see that? Can, no, I can see that. I feel like I should be like Rain or Star or some, Ooh. some non-realistic name. <laughs> I knew a girl named Starry, and I always thought that was really pretty. Yeah. Ooh, or like Ryan Star. Uh-huh. Ooh. Ooh. Guys, there's mix. so many. You can come I up with I might have it. a new one next week. We'll, we'll go over it again. We might copy some of your ideas if they're amazing. And if you have some awesome ones, we will read them on the air. We sure will. Next yes. week. Yes. And please join us for the live chat next week because we would love to talk to you during our show and kind of get your comments and feedback while we're taping so yeah. definitely Gabrielle time. Fierro you know said hi so what up Gabrielle hey Gab hey Gabby <laughs> we appreciate that uh, next week keep on talking and bring your friends to the chat too mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm also sensing from my little prediction I'm thinking there is going to be a rivalry between the ladies I think Jacqueline is going to pursue Christine's character a little bit more because she's looking for I can tell this highly educated witty, you know, uh cold female woman that can definitely handle herself in any type of situation. I think she's looking for somebody for her, you know, tougher clients Mm -hmm. that may not go with a girl who's a little more demure. So I think that Jacqueline's going to pursue her. There is going to be a little bit more jealousy between Avery. And then I'm also sensing her work and personal life intermingling just because I feel like the boss is going to be on the clientele down the line. Mm-hmm. But they might end up falling for each other. Maybe that's just Ooh. me hoping for that. But we will see what happens regarding that. 
But that is pretty much a wrap for this week. So thank you guys so much for watching. Please check us out on AfterBuzzTV.com. Download us on iTunes or check us out on YouTube. Leave, leave us a five-star rating as well as a comment down below. And we will be back same place, same time next week. Once again, I'm your host, Samantha Benitz. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Samantha underscore Benitz. And to my left... You guys can find me, Sam Davidson, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, Twitter and Instagram at samd43, and on Snapchat at samdavidson25. Woo! And you can find Raven with the V McSweeney at B Stays Busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, all over the place. Yes, all right. Bye. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.